I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show on what is an absolutely stunning day in Ireland. Thank God we don't get many of them. But as I speak to you now, as I record this, the sun is shining on the Tuesday afternoon and it's beautiful outside. I've just been out for a walk. I've just come back from the Ploughing Championships. What an experience that is, let me tell you. I know those of you who are listening outside Ireland are going, what the fuck? are the ploughing championships and it do, it's exactly what it says in the tin in Ireland we have an event where uh, members of the the farming community get together and there is a ploughing competition yes as in ploughing a field not ploughing people <laughs> ploughing a field and it is the biggest outdoor event in Europe it's bigger than Glastonbury it's got oh, half a million people turn up to this thing and it's a big industry show as well people come and sell tractors and they shell, sell um, cattle they sell all sorts of stuff to do with farming so I was down there today uh, because I'm the face I suppose you could say of the National Dairy Council as many of you will have been sick of seeing me all over the country on billboards and bus shelters and on TV and on ads. And it's going to get worse, apparently. They've only released four of them. There's another 20 uh, to come. But anyway, I had great fun making that ad. It was a, it was a bit of crack. I think that's why people like it, because it's stupid. And that's why I did it. But anyway, I went down and um, what an experience. The most mental experience I had so far was that the, it was full of Irish celebrities, which is going to mean nothing to uh, people from outside Ireland. But we had, um, I don't even know the guy's name, but this guy, who happens to be Irish, won Love Island. And he was doing a, like a, a fun blind date show. I don't know why we were doing this on the National Dairy Council. Anyway, I've never heard that amount of screaming in my life. It sounds exactly like when you go onto YouTube and you check out the Beatles and you that those gigs that you couldn't hear the music coming through the amps because girls were screaming that loud. That is exactly what this sounds like. A lot of you will have re- already um, seen me on Instagram stories recording the noise of it. It was unbelievable. They were crazy for this guy. Not only him, the guy who won Love Island, but also Marty Morrissey. Yeah, he is um, a lovely man, but it's fair to say he looks like a Chucky doll or something like that. And he's a commentator for for um, GAA hurling and Gaelic football in Ireland, which is the Irish sports we have here. So I know it's a, it's a, it's a it's a funny old country. This is at the Ploughing Championships. It's hard to explain to people from outside Ireland, but anyway. It was it was a fun old a fun old morning. I had great crack down there. Um, thanks to everybody who sent me messages and who enjoyed the fun. I was doing some more silly fo- uh, photos with huge cartons of milk and all that kind of stuff. But it was great crack altogether. Um, 
what else thanks for all the messages about the website and yes I am going on an Irish tour and I'm starting that tour in Cork on October the 4th we've also booked in finally Waterford on November the 15th and there will be dates in Limerick and Limerick and where else Rathoth are coming up as well so small autumn uh, slash winter Irish tour for me with son of a preacher man delighted to be doing it and delighted to be starting in Cork if you get onto my um, Instagram um, there's events on Facebook about it or you get onto Colin live.ie um, you'll see it on my social media somewhere um, to buy the link or you can buy tickets off hellostevo.com as well just click the link for Cork really trying to fill out that room it would be amazing to do so thanks for all the messages and thanks for spreading the word so far on social media uh, and keep doing so and look forward to seeing you down in Cork I think that's all with the news at the moment on the gig front that's it really because I just want to push those shows but there's a busy autumn coming ahead but I'll tell you all about that in the coming episodes This is a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed doing this. Uh, This is recorded down in the south-west of Ireland in the county of Kerry last last Saturday. I went down to Kerry to perform at the Cremon Sea Festival. Um, Never heard of Cremon or their sea festival or that before. But this guy asked me to come down. He uh, He was the promoter for this gig. And it was great fun. The drive down was absolutely stunning. Ireland is when the when Ireland has got the sun out, it is absolutely stunning. The, it was such a picturesque area. You had huge mountains coming right down to the sea, and these awesome, beautiful beaches right there as well, and the big, uh, gorgeous green fields. It was, I mean, it was cold and windy, but it was still absolutely beautiful to look at. It's stunning to get uh, to get outside of Ireland and uh, not to get outside of Ireland, to get outside of Dublin and to visit other parts of Ireland. So. It was a fantastic uh, event to be at, and funnily enough, we happened to be there when Cor- uh, Kerry and Dublin were playing in the replay of the All-Ireland Gaelic Football Final, which of course Kerry lost, which is kind of awkward to be there, uh, surrounded by Kerry people who were upset to be losing the All-Ireland Final, but as a Cork man, kind of enjoyed it a little bit. Um, but anyway, thanks so much to everybody who came to that gig. It was great crack, good laugh, and this was recorded in Cornelius's car and we cover all sorts of stuff Cornelius is uh, really a favourite comic of mine the last time I saw him I gigged with him in the Wonky Donkey Comedy Club down in Cork and uh, he honestly had me in bits laughing he's a hilarious man he's got crazy uh, routines um, you wouldn't call him a joke writer uh, as such but what he does on stage is beautiful and uh, really yeah, he's a very funny artist I have to say you've got to follow him on Instagram I'll put the link to his Instagram in the, in the description as well because he's extremely funny on Instagram very funny with his videos his Instagram handle is at Cornelius the comic you should definitely follow him because when you're having a shit day he puts up some wacky shit and it will make you laugh he's very funny on Instagram as well we covered all sorts of topics in this conversation from how he uh, developed as a comedian how he's been doing comedy for I think he said about 12 years at this stage and he openly admits that the reason uh, he only got good in the last two years to quote himself um, and how that journey happened for, happened for him great chat about football as well he's a big Everton fan so we had a bit of chat about football in the middle and it all ends up in this fascinating conversation to do with hallucinogenics <laughs> to do with mushrooms I don't know it seems to be a bit of a running theme on this show but I got some into some fantastic very interesting conversation with Cornel on the subject of mushrooms of which he is a you know he's an aficionado and he taught me some stuff on it It was very it was very very interesting so anyway um enjoy the show again i'll put all the links to uh to follow cornelius on his social media in the bottom here but enjoy i think this is episode 28 now whoa look at us enjoy cornelius 
O'Sullivan. <laughs> I don't even know what I did there. It's fucking working. So. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is why you don't do fucking podcasts. <laughs> fucking I was technology. hoping this wasn't going to go ahead at all. Just to prove it to you. <laughs> you sour bastard. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but anyway, it's fucking working out. That's you know, amazing. we have our back to the sea. I've just realized that we're looking at a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're down in one of the most picturesque parts of the world. Yeah, well, we'll we're have facing to explain. A ditch. Where are we, Con? Let's explain. We're in a place called Cromon, Steve. Cromon, is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Cromon, I Cromon. suppose, yeah. Okay, yeah. There's yeah. no H in it or R in it. Oh, there is an R in it, yeah. And, uh, we're doing Cr- a festival tonight. We're doing a gig tonight. Cromon Sea Fest. Have you done this Sea-fest. before? No, it's the first time uh, they've ever done it. So it's the first time they've done the festival First time they've done comedy at the festival. Okay, yeah, right, right. They did yeah. the festival last year, and uh, they're adding comedy to it this year. Fantastic. So we've got a great lineup, including yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. But well, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but see. I've heard you're good, man. I've heard you're very good. <laughs> I've seen you on YouTube. But this is amazing to be down in this part of the world. Like, like, um, is that the McGillicuddy Greeks? No, um, I'm showing my ignorance now. But we're yeah, literally for big f- time, and that's the Alps then coming up behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we're d- we're down. No- is this still this still counts as North Kerry? Was Northwest Kerry? No. Um, <coughs> we are. You're heading towards South Kerry here, right? Because okay. I'm, I'm married to um, a woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, from Waterville, which is about an hour from here, and that's south. An hour so south, right? An hour so south, even further yeah. south. So we're just outside. Uh, for your listeners, we're just we're about maybe forty minutes outside Clarny. Forty minutes is that yeah. far away? Is it? Yeah. Right, yeah. But maybe thirty if you're driving fast. Because no I traffic came, downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I came, I came some back roads and I didn't know where. But through because Lim- it's even as it's two hours from Dublin to Limerick, and it's still another good drive to get down. here. you yeah. forget how huge Munster yeah. is. Like, yeah, I was gigging in Sweden uh, recently, and I flew back into Dublin because there was no flights from Cork. Yeah. And Noelle was down here, and she goes, "Oh, sure, you can just drive down." And just I just drive down to Waterville. It took me longer to drive from Dublin to Waterville than the flight. Ah, uh, yeah. So you know, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Ireland is just it's just their infrastructure, like. I'd say if the roads were good, it would be a half an hour. They're not even that Dublin. bad, I suppose. It's just like if it was more motorway, I suppose. Once you come to Kerry, it it's just yeah. like, yeah, the fuck it, you'll find your way from here now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a big day. It's, I mean, it's an odd day for us to be doing a gig. Let's oh, be honest. Man. There's fucking green and gold flags Disaster. all over the place. Yeah. Kerry are, are playing Dublin in a replay of the All Ireland football final. Mm. For those of you listening abroad, that's Gaelic football, Irish football, where we use our hands and our feet. And it's a big one because they're trying to stop the. F- Dublin are going to win five in a row, isn't it? Fuck the dubs. Fuck the dubs. <laughs> so would you, as a Cork man, Con, you yeah. support Kerry in this situation? <laughs> well, I tell you now, man, I'm actually big into GA. I trained, yeah. I trained GA teams up to, about five years ago, I was in, I was the head the head coach right. of our own local uh, GA team. What club is that? Ballyclaw. Ballyclaw. Yeah, green and gold as well, incidentally. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Uh, so um, I'm I'm pretty big into it, and I go to a lot of Cork matches, um, hurling and football. Hurling and football, okay. But I would, uh, like, my wife is from Kerry, so you know, I and it, it's a very unpopular opinion because oh, I'm really? in a WhatsApp group called the Ballyclaw Ultras. Yeah. Right, and it is extremely unpop. I'm extremely unpopular in the group <laughs> at the moment because I I've said you're going for Kerry. I'd like I wouldn't mind to see Kerry win, you know. Um, I'd say Cork people aren't happy either way, though, are they? Either way, it's lose-lose for us, man. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. draw, as I said today, to uh, you were with me when I was talking to one of the organisers. A draw, with, if it just was an, if they just kept drawing and no yeah. one ever won and the game was never settled. G- yeah, yeah. A GA, the, the, the GA would love that anyway. There'd be loads more yeah. money filling up Croke Park every week. Because uh, I, I, I never support Dublin either, even though I'm living there now close to 20 years. Yeah. And I played with some of the lads that are on the Dublin <laughs> team. Did you? Who do you play with? Well, I was on St. Bernard Brogan. Is he still on the team, is he? No. He, got, he was dropped... 
before the game the last time. So he's on, he's on the panel, anyway. is he? But I think oh. he's been brought back in again. Right, now, right, yeah. right. He's class. He's very good, yeah. But he, there was him and there was another lad, I don't know if he's still there as well, called Ross McConnell, who never <laughs> played in school. He took it up after school and he's ended up being like midfield for Dublin, like and some athlete. Michael Darren McCauley is the exact same. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Same. Yeah, yeah. He, a basketball and then just took up uh, and was just like unreal at it. Yeah, yeah there you go. Um, yeah, but look, you wouldn't begrudge Dublin if they won either, to be honest. Really? I mean, they're like, if they win it, no one has ever achieved the five in a row. This yeah, is a yeah. five in a row and I, they have been great champions. And as a group, as, as a group of players, they're actually quite humble. Okay, and they are very talented. Not too bad. But like, still, all that being said, fuck the dubs. <laughs> they have all the money. Is that why they're they doing so the good? Money, man, yeah, they yeah. All, the money. all the training facilities and more people. To they're doing it from. per capita. You like so, like, but that that's not fair either because even though there's like there's one club in is it North North. Bell, do you know Bellymont Kickhams? Yes, it's like North Dublin. Yeah, like is that North Dublin? Yeah. yeah, there's like like one serious club up there and like. Uh, the population compared to the amount of GA clubs up there is dramatically huge but yeah. not everyone is playing GA oh, right, you know yeah, yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. getting a disp- disproportionate amount of cash yeah that's fair yeah that's, good. that's a good point yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. so but anyway yeah Ballymung Kickums that was the last time I, play, I trained with Dublin look this, this chef is walking by we must look like right oddballs here in Kerry with our fucking sitting here in Hot the things. car <laughs> <laughs> with our microphones the boys inside doing a fucking radio show <laughs> inside in the car do you like the aircon man that's beautiful yeah. it's, it's a gorgeous day. you can't beat Ireland on it's a day like this to be fair it's a lovely ditch as well to be fair so you um. You run the Coco Comedy Club as well down in Cork. Coco Club in Cork, yeah. Amazing. I played there recently. It's great crack. It's great, a great vibe. It's got a great... It's got a... It's got a great reputation. Like, it's fucking... It's really... How long are you doing that now? Uh, I started Coco Club in January 2010. So, next that year. That long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, I had yeah. no idea it was going that long. 2010. I started with an American comedian called Ashley Strand and a mentalist called Peter Carroll. And we used to run it out of a room in Oliver Plunkett Street in a in a really seedy bar called the Grafton. Right. And it was like, it, it was a back, it was like kind of a, so kind of a dungeon at the back, right down at the back of this bar, and you'd have to walk through an empty bar to go down into this room. Right, and we used to get like maybe seven or eight people into gigs and Whoa. stuff like that when we started. And um, then they actually went back to America, and and uh, myself and Pete kind of kept it up for a while. But then Pete kind of lost interest because it was like super unsuccessful for ages. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what was the scene like in those days? Very poor, very poor. Right, like 2010 in Cork. You had, um, uh, what's the name of it? The Crack House had finished. Okay. Uh, did you do Crack House in Cork? No, no, I'm glad this is before. I see Chris Kent put up a photo of him doing the yeah. Crack House there recently, the uh, other day. Uh, um, uh, so all way before my time now, yeah. So I think the Crack House closed in, two, in, in 08 or, I think it was 08. Okay. And, um, but like, I did Crack House a few times. It's be- like, like we look back on it now with rose tinted glasses but it was like it was great it was like it was brilliant it was right, really right. free place to, to yeah. try out stuff but again like you know you like unless you brought people to the gig you aren't going to have many people at the gig right you know, okay that kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah. now some nights were magic but um 2010 started it up and just I moved it to different venues I'm in the roundy about five years now okay and um, it's been in different venues because for like I was in uh, over in Collins at one stage on Saturday nights I was in uh, the Bailey which is closed down a pub on on um, on, the, uh, on Washington Street yeah. um, I ran it in the LV for a small while which was where the, the crack house was and then I'm in the roundy now five years and it's uh, yeah it's going great we do yeah. an open mic on Mondays and uh, kind of a kind of a pro show then on Wednesdays yeah, yeah. it seems like fucking full out good buzz all the time there's loads of great young comics coming out of Cork now as well mm. 
A very, I saw that fella. Um, shout out to Roger Sullivan. Yeah. Isn't Roger Sullivan? Roger's class. Jesus Christ. Yeah. A cork Mitch Hedberg, as he's I like, said to him. He's like a machine gun with the, with with the, jokes. the jokes. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah, he won the gong show. I seen um, that in London. Like that, ain't, have you been to that gong show? I've never been to it. No, it's fucking horrific. I'd never do it. Yeah, it's horrific. Fair play to him. Uh, it's yeah. horrific. <coughs> and you know, he, I'll tell you the thing about Roger. Um, is he's at every fucking open mic. Really? Do you know he's he's a humble guy. Like he's at every like he's at, no, unless he's got a gig somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. He'll come in and he'll just be. He just works and works and works and works. And you would be like, just like he's relentless. He's yeah. relentless. No, in fairness, to him, you know. Um, and he has been for what's wrong with this guy here? He's he's fucking sweating anyway. Yeah. Oh, there's an argument. That's a family argument. That's a family argument. He's he's gonna Dad, fuck this and go to the pub. Dad, <laughs> Dad's gone the other way. You yeah. can go fuck yourself. You can fuck the match. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's class. And so then Dennis as well. Dennis Lynn, who got to um, the final of uh, Show Me the Funny over in the Edinburgh Fringe this year. Another oh, did he? Right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't because I've seen his face around a lot on mm. on the old social media, but I've never bumped into him. He's from Mallow as well. For right. Where, there's a few of us from Mallow, or from around the Mallow area. Mike Morgan, another yeah. unreal comedian from Mallow. Um, so yeah, no, there's a good scene, and there's even more kind of there's there's a new kind of wave coming up in England, yeah. guys, and and then we obviously have the unreal like Maeve Higgins, uh, uh, Chris, Chris is you know Chris I mean? is like doing his first fucking Chris Vicar is like Street, God uh, to us, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? like, yeah, oh, he's unreal. <laughs> he's, uh, I'll buy Chris. No, he's class. Yeah. Uh, he's doing the Everyman every year now, basically. Yeah. And now he's doing Vicar Street yeah. later on the air. Fair play to him. He's so how long, how long did you start out doing this game? I started. Uh, I started my. I did my first. Uh, I did a comedy course in London. I was running a pub in London back in 2007 or 8 or something like right. that. Right. And um, we used to get go... I, I ended up running this pub called the Princess of Wales and myself and two or three other Irish lads who ran bars. On Mondays, we used to just get hammered, you know? Yeah. Just go out and get hammered on Monday because <laughs> it was the quietest day of the week. But I was getting sick of it and I wanted to do something else and I saw a course for comedy and I was a bit of a class clown growing up, so it's like, give that a go instead of getting hammered. So then we got hammered and we all went to it. You, went, you got lucked. Yeah. I went to the comedy course. <laughs> We were doing loads of drugs and everything at the time. I know, and I, I, I probably shouldn't say that now, but like, it's the truth, Steve. And it's you don't the truth. Like no, it back, no, but it's all about the honesty here. <laughs> funny. And we, we went in, and for the first, the first class, it was your man just was so politely. You lived in England, very you English. Know how polite they yeah, are. oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we tested it so much. No matter what you fucking do, they'll still <laughs> yeah. go. Okay, interesting. <laughs> and it, like it, it, he used to do stuff like, okay, so you know, rant and rave. So I just want you to write down anything that comes into your mind. Rant and rave. So we were trying to out disgust each other, you know. <laughs> um, and he was just he had to critique or 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 stuff. But anyway, the lads didn't keep it up, and I kept it up, and that's how I got into it. Was that Logan Murray? Do you know what it was? No, it was, it was in East London. It was the um, the, the Vic, the East London Victoria. Uh, it was like a the, the the course went on for four four weeks. People came from Newcastle and Norwich and all over. Right, right. But because I lived locally, like, they had to fill a certain amount of local people in ah. it. I can't remember who even was in it, but um, the final of the the, the uh, you did four classes and then, and then a then showcase was a, or something. Uh, and then there was a and it was full of critics and all this kind of stuff. Fucking hell! Don't know who they were. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't know how I got critiqued, like you know. But I got into that kind of the amateur scene over there. Then, yeah. And then when I got back to Ireland. I kind of stopped for a while, like I think everyone does, stop for about a year, six, eight months maybe, and I kind of started doing it again, but we just couldn't get gigs because I didn't exist. You know, they didn't exist, and um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really willing to travel to to, to Dublin to do seven minutes for yeah, no yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know I did it a few times, but like, but it's it's exhausting. It's exhausting, and it's uh, you, you know, it's not sustainable. So then that's why I decided to open 
Coco Club was yeah. the main reason and the only reason and a lot of the reason I still do it to this day is so that I can work on my own stuff yeah, yeah. on a regular basis uh, and not worry about you know trying out stuff yeah, yeah. to silence it, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I saw you we worked recently at a wonky donkey jeez you had me fucking piss myself laugh what was the Thank song you. I had it down on my la uh, la 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 that's right <laughs> Hey, 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 Cornelius, Cornelius Pat- Pat- Patrick O'Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> and you kept, you started that at the back of the room. Yeah. So usually for those of you who aren't comics, you get introduced on stage. Ladies and gentlemen, and you get the crowd warmed up and they're clapping and all that. Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan and like, or Stephen Mullen and I just walk on stage and you start doing the show. Cornelius <laughs> stays at the back of the room and gets everybody from the back of the room start singing this. La, 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 la. And everyone's going, what the fuck yeah. is going on? And by the time you've got to the stage, everyone's pissed themselves laughing. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant thank you man thank you I don't know I, I just uh, did it one night for the crack just what is that how that's, that's, a, that's all it happened ah, it was for just for the sake. crack it was just it was an accident a happy accident and I kind of I use it as my intro now and I think right. and I enjoy it because it, it pumps me up it gets me into the you know I suppose you, like like I'm not character based but I'm I'm definitely an exaggerated version of myself yeah, yeah, on yeah, stage yeah. you know yeah. and um, it, it kind of pumps me up and even beforehand I'm kind of trying to warm my voice up because I try to sing it yeah. like really well yeah, yeah. ironically <laughs> yeah. But, with um, a big yeah. smile on your face as well <laughs> yeah, my favourite bit that night was and you seem to be able to make it go on forever was you going down on your missus it was so funny and so good because it was also the stress of what a man goes through in trying to get everything right at the same fucking time and fucking <laughs> you were leaning the phone and ch- checking YouTube tutorials or something like that or was yeah. watching a porn at the same time I was like oh it's fuck sorry I'm giving away now. but it's, anyway you can't give it away because it's the way that you do it cheers man there, it's not a fucking it's not joke joke it's like the only way I the vision of you and your head shaking I was fucking roaring laughing down the back I'm supposed to be thinking of my jokes I'm fucking roaring down the, down the back laughing that's a, that's a cool compliment man thank but you but where did it where did, where, so where did that uh, style come from in you was it so I tell you man I was shit for you like I'm not saying I'm great but I like but I am I'm fantastic book me um, book him uh, but like I was really bad for a really long time and I only kind of realised that uh, uh, about two years ago you know because I didn't give a shit really because mm. I a lot, a, lot, a lot a lot because I had Coco as well it was kind of a double-edged sword. I knew I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah, you know, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, way. yeah, And I was, I'd kind of experiment with like long, weird bits and loads of silences. And I loved p- making an audience kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Which isn't fucking comedy, like, you know, <laughs> like, but like, but for me, that's hilarious. It's, like, I suppose it's a know? tool sometimes if you want and then, but you got to snap out. <laughs> and you have to, yeah, yeah. like doing it non-stop for three years is probably too long. <laughs> You know, <laughs> try it at the open That's mic. Long, do what silence. Roger does. Do it at an open <laughs> mic and then move on to a different open mic the next night and do something else. Yeah, yeah. But like, so yeah, and I did a lot of act. I've done a lot of acting and stuff like that. So I kind of try. What I've tried to do is just add more kind of drama into my pieces because, like, I, I mean, I like to write, but I'm not. I'm not a prolific joke writer. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm kind of more of a, a storyteller type yeah. thing that make and make the the story more amusing through the physicality. Um, of the piece, like you know, so I don't know. It's, it's kind, of, kind of to answer your question in a long-winded way. It was like from years of dying, and, just and picking out the good bits. But you, but like it's a, it's a really dangerous way of coming up with stuff in a great way. Like it's, it takes some balls to do oh, it. Thank you, man. It's yeah. just coming up and because uh, you really have to make a show of yourself to get to get to your material, I suppose, yeah. in some way, don't you? Taiki Ta- always says to me, he goes, "You just never." He goes, "You never really know where it's going to go." You know, you and is that for you as well? 
I'm always confident lately anyway within the la- like uh, we were talking beforehand like I kind of this year really is I've kind of nailed it down I'm like this is I'm doing comedy now full yeah. time I'm not doing anything else yeah. I'm like I'm working for my own thing but I, I'm kind of I'm kind of for the first time ever I'm f- I'm, f- I'm now look we're all just one bad gig one gig away from oh, a bad gig from you down know? on our holes you know? absolutely yeah and yeah. especially when you're trying out stuff but like good um, luck with Seafest tonight lads yeah <laughs> yeah gonna do like an experimental 15 tonight and just see fuck them do you know what I mean I am my shit <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see what happens like yeah. if they win I'd say we could say anything if they win and if they lose yeah Kerry have to win or this yeah. is gonna be the worst gig ever of all time that yeah. ditch is really turning me on um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So it's just uh, I, I like it. I like. I, I think like I'm always like people are always asking you about comedy. Oh Jesus Christ, must be very hard to get into. And it's I don't like this guy. No, or I like this guy. Or this girl is very good. Or, you know, yeah. it's like fucking music. Exactly. It's like music. It's I hate people come and ask me who aren't in comedy and they're like, "What do you think of this lad?" I'm like, yeah. "What? What's it? What's it to you? What? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you like if you don't like them, you don't like them. Do you like fucking cheese? Do you not like cheese? It doesn't matter. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like fucking, I like Bon Jovi. I don't like Megadeth. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's fair enough. Like, so there's different different genres. I don't know, but um, you just gotta get com- comfortable in your own skin, and be happy doing what you what you want to do. So, I do think. you think all those years of of like, as you say, like dying on your hole is was about finding your voice, really? Find it is what what you were on the stage. I yeah, I I, I suppose yeah, and extreme laziness on my own behalf as well. Yeah. yeah, do you know, like I definitely there's an there's an element to that, Steve. Definitely, but like yeah. I like if I wasn't as lazy for years, I like yeah. I think I w- I I could have, you know, I advanced myself a little yeah, further yeah, down yeah. the road. Right, like I'm 42 now. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I'm I'm like uh, it's about time I pulled my socks up a small bit. Did you start up in stand up, or did I hear you were in a sketch group at one point as well, or did I, I was in hear that wrong? I was in I was in a double act for years called the Supernatural Brothers. Right, that's uh, right. With Peter Carroll. Okay, uh, guy, your man. Guy, yeah. That doesn't do it anymore. <coughs> he, he doesn't. Um, excuse me. He doesn't do. Um, you know, he doesn't. He runs. Right. Uh, he runs a gym in in Mallow now. I he, I think he might do the odd corporate show and stuff like that. Okay. But, um, yeah, we did. And we freaking yeah, we we worked pretty hard. At, no, in, in saying that, yeah, like we we worked pretty hard at that. But it was a separate thing to comedy. Okay. Um, it was like even though it was a comedy show. Yeah. But like, Pete Pete is a trained mentalist. He's like absolutely fantastic, amazing. What's a trained mentalist? Just, uh, I suppose you know, like. <sighs> Darren Brown, you know Darren oh, Brown. Oh, like, like yeah. all that crap. Yeah, like like re- like reading your mind oh, and like right, right. And predictions and all this right, kind of right. stuff. Like, there's a skill and an art to it. Like, there genuinely yeah, is. Like, course. and he he kind of took me under his wing, and we did a. I kind of added a little bit of craziness to it. I suppose. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I, and we were Supernatural Brothers. He was a serious guy. I was the kind and of the, the wacky guy. Wow. And yeah. And uh, yeah, we 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 went we toured around all over with that for a while, and yeah. it was good and stuff like that. But again, then like. I, I suppose myself I was like my uh, it was my decision to leave it I was yeah. like look man fucking you know I want to I want to pursue other stuff yeah, and yeah. he was totally cool where yeah, he yeah. was groomsman at my wedding and all that kind of carry on and yeah it's all, good. It's all good it's all so good do you he did a gig he, he actually came down to do a gig with me this year alright um, but just as himself okay. and um, in Kingdom in the Kingdom Comedy Club in Clarny the only gig this year that did go ahead ah, <laughs> was that gig the poor yeah. bastard they must yeah. have known he was the mentalist they coming down known, the yeah, they Jesus, we wouldn't be this. trusting him at all. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you think, so to, from this, the kind of sketch work that you did there, does that like feed into what you do on uh, Instagram and stuff like that, which you, which, with Mike Morgan and the sketches, or is that completely just... The soccer dads? Yeah, yeah. So, um... That's fucking hilarious. If, if people aren't following Cornelius, Cornelius the comic, isn't it? Cornelius the comic. On Instagram, Cornelius yeah. the comic. 
Jesus, uh, you make me laugh a lot now on Instagram. I have Jeez. to say, cheers, man. I'm always, I'm always sharing your stuff, because <laughs> like, uh, I haven't, I haven't got the um, compliments. Absolutely, <laughs> compliments from the left, coming from Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's they are very funny, like they're oh, gas. Even when you sit in the car talking to yourself and you put a filter on and it's just talking out shit, talking out shit. But it's very yeah. funny though. It's I have funny. a couple of characters, like I have a, a guy called Trev. Uh, he's living at home with his his mom and dad. He's in his forties, and he just can't get he just can't get it into his head why everyone else is married and settled <laughs> down and won't go out in the piss with them. <laughs> and then I have got Margaret. Then Margaret, she's she's kind of a woman in her in her sixties, early sixties, and she's still mad for the ride. <laughs> and are these based on real characters? That Margaret is loosely based on um, my wife and my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and when I say loosely, I mean completely. <laughs> <laughs> and Trev is a is a comedy promoter that booked me to do a gig about four years ago, one of the biggest gigs I ever did. But he was just like, "Yo, for fuck's sake, that's the wife now fucking ringing me to collect the kids." I love, <laughs> do you know? Yeah, collect them. I'll be there in half an hour. Okay, I'll go now. <laughs> Do you know that kind of character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, soccer dads is just I'm a big Everton fan. Mike is a big Liverpool fan, and I uh, just kind of got it into my idea. Uh, because I used to take my kid to soccer and shit like that, and I, I was a soccer dad. Like, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah, and it's just whatever, ha- whatever's happening in the Premier League. I'll say like you bounce off. I want to do some, yeah, and we're good to bounce off each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very funny. And how pre-planned? I talked to you a little bit before. How pre-planned is it? You just fucking go. This is the premise. This is what we're trying to get to, and it's, that's it's it. It's usually, I'll, it's usually, <laughs> I'll ring Mike with a premise, and I'll say, "Are you around?" Right, and he'll say, "Grand." <laughs> and then half an hour later, you're we'll down meet in the field, and we'll do we we'll 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 have the phone. We'll do it two or three times. Like he makes his own lines up. I make my own lines up. But we have a general premise. We might have a joke, or there might be a joke. Yeah. Like, like it's, it was so easy last year with Liverpool because, and it'll probably like I watched Liverpool, them this morning. Now, yeah. They won three one. Like, oh yeah, fuck! Yeah. I completely forgot who they beat. Yeah, they beat Newcastle. Newcastle went up one nil, and like I just fucking hate Liverpool, man. I <laughs> hate them so much. Like I've like I've how did you end up being a li- an Everton fan? Let's you don't start want to know that. that story. Man. I do. <laughs> how does that like I don't even I actually I do know one other uh, uh, Everton fan where I grew up in Middleton. Shout out to Ma Hickey. He was the only ever Everton fan. Nah, though. I fucking love you, <laughs> my real man. Uh, but uh, see, how did you end up following Everton? Oh. My grandfather was an Everton man. He was not. Yeah, because he because he grew up across. Uh, he grew up across the road from Goodison Park. Oh, we complicated family footballing story. Then because then my grandmother, his wife, was also from Liverpool, but she'd be more of a Liverpool fan. And then uh, Romeo and Juliet. They had nine kids. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. They had nine kids that grew up in Cove. Um, and I only heard the story recently because my dad was Leeds. His older brother was Chelsea. There was an Everton uncle and there was a Liverpool uncle. I was like, Your dad f- was Leeds? Yeah, yeah. How did you end up sporting Arsenal? I just show... Uh, yeah, Con- it was Conor Regan, if you're listening. Conor Regan, I, that I was my mate in... Um, I was kind That's of Liverpool good. in the state I was in and then I went to school and Conor Regan had an Ian Wright kit and I was like, Who the f- who's Ian Wright? And I watched... Uh, I think I saw a picture of him and that was it. Well, what happened to me, man, is it's probably very similar to you. Uh, I knocked around... Um, Three or four different national schools uh, right. when I was growing up, yeah. and when we, we 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 I was in Carrick Tool, I was in Middleton, and I was in. I didn't know you were Middleton. Yeah, I was in Middleton. No way. I did my whole communion. No, I didn't actually. I did my uh, f- uh, my uh, whole communion in Mallow. Or no, I did my whole communion in Middleton. Were you yeah. Middleton CBS then national school? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I was in the Protestant school at the time. Believe it or not, you were proud. I'm not well. Get born again Christians. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse, <laughs> we have decided. I, to I, Jesus. I'm anything but proud, and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> sure, there, there's, there's only slight difference anyway. The prods, isn't it? What is it? Yeah, it's just more liberal to be honest. There's no colours, there's no um 
How, what, what else is there? Do they believe in Mary or some kind of carry-on? No. Yeah, they no don't Mary. believe in Mary. That's it. The There's no either. immaculate conception. Well, no, they believe in that, but they just don't pray to the Virgin Mary. That's it. Fucking lousy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Poor old Mary, like. Poor old fucking Poor Mary. Old like, fucking she can't get a break. Everything she went through, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she doesn't even know who the dad is. We've gone from everything to the Virgin Mary. Isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you? So you were in, yeah, you were on so, primary school. Yeah, and I, I came, I came into um, into Mallow National School when I was, um, I think, it was third class, and I came in in the middle of the year. So I was this fucking a newbie coming into yeah. the, into the school, like a newbie in, in the in the comedy scene. And the popular kid, his name was Kevin Murphy, and right. he used to play soccer at ha- uh, on our li- a lunch, on break. lunch break. And Kevin Murphy was just fucking Unreal. unbelievable. Like he got a he had a tan. He had a beautiful haircut. Ah, oh, fucking hell! You know, oh, he was all popular. He, like, was just all boys, but all the boys loved him. He he had Nikes oh. before anyone had Nikes. Like, yeah. he had Nikes, and um, he was unreal at soccer anyway. And um, I, I remember the, I remember it vividly, man. It was a it was a Friday. I remember this vividly. This is a true story. It was a, fr- a Friday, and uh, I was on the opposite team to Kevin Murphy. Yeah, uh, in the soccer, and um, we won, and uh, like. It was a huge, Big deal. a huge shock. Kevin Murphy was not happy, and he wasn't happy. And um, at the end of at the end of class, at the end of school, um, do you remember Shoot? Do you remember the magazine? Yes, yeah, of course. And, yeah. and Match, right? Yeah. They were like, that's what they it was. were the magazines. They were the magazines. Being, yeah. They were, you didn't want any porn mags. That's all you wanted. Yeah. Um, he came over to me uh, at the end of class, and he tore out an Adrian Heat. Adrian Heat used to play with Everton in the eighties, nineteen eighty six, right? Um, Jesus, even before my time, right? right? Fuck, so he tore out, and it was in black and white. And he Jesus. said, "Who'd you support?" And I said, no one. And he goes, there you go, Adrian Heath. He goes, Everton till I die. And he walked out the classroom, I swear to God. Fucking <laughs> hell. I came home. What a, right? It's like a ceremony. Like. Right? So, uh, so, so it gets worse, right? Or better, right? <laughs> uh, I go home. I put it up with sellotape up on the wall at home. I'm like, fucking don't know anything about soccer. I ask my dad about Everton. No one knows anything about Everton. And he buy, bought the Sunday World that Sunday. And I was like reading up about everything or whatever so that I could come in and talk to Kevin Murphy about it the popular kid in school I came into class on the, on the Monday and uh, Kevin goes Connie that's what they used to call me back then uh-huh. <laughs> Connie who'd you support and I was like Everton and the whole class started laughing he was a Liverpool supporter fucking hell that's harsh I, that isn't that like, so uh, that day Jesus I, I, and I was new in the school man I was new in the school he was the third he was in third class that's devious that's fuck, so devious it? man that's on so, so many that's levels that's very deep who'd you support and I was like Everton and I was all weekend I had, I remember like my mother even saying to me you're such a good boy this weekend you're so I was just so happy with life <laughs> I was accepted by the by, and I think fucking that's fucking hell that's awful yeah I think there has to be tragedy in your life Where, man that's yeah, my yeah, tra- yeah, yeah. that's why and I and supporting Everton is fucking tragic yeah yeah yeah. tragic it's not at the moment now like now, it's yeah. kind of Jesus Christ you got a few yeah. good signings you got some Arsenal offloads you know yeah. like, <laughs> and he was he was he was an Everton sport, or Liverpool supporter obviously like who was Kevin oh, Murphy oh Kevin yeah. Murphy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So where is he now I've seen him a few times. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Kevin. I've seen you a few times. Kevin. Yeah. You bastard. He's worn down now by life anyway. I've seen him. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen him. He's going dragging kids around the place in Mallow. I've he's seen him when I'm dragging my own kids around the place. Oh, I say he doesn't even know I exist. He's still wearing his Nikes. Still so uh, got a good haircut, though. Does he? Yeah, and Fuck still it. got that tan. Jesus Christ. Fuck but you, it, Kevin. But everything are doing good now. Like, they got bought over. But it was it's the Russian guy, Uzmanov. Uzmanov, he yeah. It? yeah. He's Arsenal as well. He was, yeah. yeah. He, and then we got bought over by Cronkies, but hopefully that's working out. But everything, what a, he had a great transfer. I window. think it will be. looks good, man. He looks. He scored a couple of goals Two already. Two goals, yeah. He Two looks goals good. already. 
Is that Moss Keane or Mossy. Kane? Mossy Keane, as from I call him. Mossy Keane from, <laughs> right, uh, from Juventus, centre forward. Yeah, he hasn't scored Ricard- yet, but he looks good. He, yeah, give him time. He's only a kid. Like That's a lot to adjust to for yeah. an Italian moving to Merseyside and at that age. like you know, well, 30 million, Steve. Come on, like. Yeah, bargain. You know I mean? 30 million. He hasn't scored yet. like. You know? <laughs> and you know what they said to him? Like They, they were doing interviews with him. Like, this is how naive he is. They're after spending 30 million now on him, like, and yeah. they were like, So, how many goals do you think you're going to get to? He goes, uh, He said, I want to be realistic, so I'm setting myself a target of <laughs> seven goals. No. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> seven goals? <laughs> For fuck's sake, I'd score seven goals myself. <laughs> seven goals is no good to you. Put me on the penalties. Uh, and what's this? Is Theo Walcott starting at all? No? What's no, he didn't even make the bench the last day. Really? Yeah. What a waste of money that fella is. Christ almighty. Fucking hell. 10 years of potential at Arsenal, yeah. he was. He was wasted, a waste of time. He wasted his potential with Chee, and now he's just a he didn't, he didn't, he never came through. He never was a regular in the first Arsenal is team. Is he a striker, though? Is he a football He doesn't know what the fuck he is. Yeah. That's the problem. He doesn't know if he's a right winger or if he's a centre forward. He has ambitions of being a striker, but I think Wenger always played him on the right wing, and he did finally get his crosses together, but it took him like 10 years to get yeah. his crosses sorted out. Like. No, I'm um, unconvinced anyway. He's not a natural footballer, I find, no. even when he runs with the ball. He's just very fast. I think Looks like a problem. sprinter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but you've got you've got some. Richarlison is good. Richarlison is amazing. Lucas Dina is very. He's good. playing for Brazil, like he yeah. played in in Cup America, started for Brazil. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah. Um, and uh, Seamus Coleman at the back, like it's a Shamey. real good mix. Yeah, it's great good, manager. Man. Portuguese managers are in at the moment as well. Like you're married to a Portuguese, aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're living in sin, Cornelius. Oh, but uh, sorry. She always goes. <laughs> I don't care anything about football. And then somebody said something bad about the Portuguese team the other day, and she fucking snaps. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And the fiery and, nature. And I like Ben. I liked Benfica from watching Portuguese teams back in the end of the day. And I am not allowed to support Benfica. Who? who what, what's her? They're club? all sporting Lisbon. So I have a sporting Lisbon jersey. I have a sporting mm. Lisbon hoodie. Yannick Balassi's gone to um, Lisbon, I think. Who is he again? Uh, Yannick Balassi is Everton. He's gone on loan from Everton. Oh, is he? He used to be with Palace. He was very good. He's all tricks. He's like an octopus. Yeah, yeah. You know, the way he plays. Like, kind of reminds me of Paolo Wanchap back in the day. Paolo Wanchap, what a legend. Yeah. Freaking hell. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, anyway, I made support Sporting Lisbon. And they're shy. I want to see their futsal team now. They're they're one of the best teams in the world. What's Fut- futsal? Futsal is the five five side indoor uh, yeah. sport. And uh, I want to watch them play. And they're fucking deadly now. Yeah. That's a real skillful game as well, that in, in, indoor soccer. That's you know? why all the Latin countries are better than the rest because yeah. they all play futsal I was playing in Portugal on my holidays there and even in five side they all get into futsal formation naturally and it's like ping 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 like, yeah. yeah that's why yeah, that's yeah. why David, the likes of David Silla and Bernard Silva totally yeah, yeah, yeah. totally unreal mm-hmm. so what do you reckon top four this year do you Everton reckon? yeah no I don't think so no like I mean okay right if I'm speaking from my heart yeah. Yes. Do right. You know. I mean, if everything goes well, if we're playing downhill with the wind at our backs, and we stay injury free, we 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 make another signing at yeah. You know, after in, in January, and everything falls apart for um, the teams below. We'll say Liverpool and Man City, yeah, the yeah. likes of Arsenal and Chelsea, Arsenal, and Spurs, Spurs, Chelsea. Which at you the know, moment, I think you're going to finish ahead of United. Manu. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Soldier's days will be numbered I, I, soon enough. Yeah. I always thought like I, I thought United were hilarious in the way that. They had that PSG result, and I was like, "That was pure." He's a fucking genius. Yeah, he, that was the jammiest fucking result ever, mm. and they were shite in that game. And they were, yeah, reaffirmed now and give him the contract. Now I was like, give "You're fucking idiots." Now oh. I'm just getting up this uh, fantasy football league. We're all friends in comedy, <laughs> right? Because for those of you who don't, <laughs> it's a fucking smug Cornelius <laughs> here now. For those of you who don't know, who aren't into football. Uh, <laughs> 
there's a thing called fantasy football, right? Where it's basically an app online where you can pick what players you want from the Premier League that week. And depending on how well they perform, you'll get points for each player. And then you'll get you you're, you as a as a person get points for your team. And there's a whole league um, for who's uh, top. So we've started a comedians league. There's 17 uh, people in this league. And week after fucking week... Cornelius O'Sullivan is top of the league. How do you do it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Really? You're, are you changing it around or what are you I, doing? I am. I take it quite. I tell you. I take. You it must be reading into it for fuck's sake. Like you've got Joe Linton up front. Yeah. Uh, like I don't even know who he. I know he plays for Newcastle, but that's it. He scored. Uh, he scored the winner against Spurs. He's yeah. got the winner against Spurs. They had him on my team that that week. Oh, but that's like, right. Yeah. Um. He. They. Uh, they um, Newcastle signed him from Hoffenheim. He's a, uh, to replace um, Rotando or uh, what's yeah. man's name. Uh, the big dude uh, that they signed from West Brom, Rondon. Rondon, so, yeah. So, so I was looking at him, and I uh, and I, he's got he's better touch and he's got better goal and better goal average than your man, and he's going to play every game and he's cheap. So that's why I bought him. But like in, I don't know, I don't know how you've made like this. You've got Greenwood up front as well from United. You've got uh, Tillymans, is it from Leicester? Yeah. I mean, who the f- he like got twelve points last game. Sterling's my captain. De Bruyne. Aguero. Where is I, I refuse to have any Liverpool player on my team. Right. Where you will not see any Liverpool. I fucking hate Liverpool, <laughs> Steve. I like. I will not where, have a Liverpool player on my team. Whereas, look at my team. All of fucking Lacazette. I don't know. I've got Rashford, Abamyang, De Bruyne, Sterling, Sabayas. Right. And I'm I'm in fucking twelfth, eleventh in the league. It's a, like. So is do you transfer? Can you transfer your squad every do you week? Not, do you not look at it every week? I try to, but like I, I don't know how all the things move around. Oh and, my god, and man! I, I can spend you, so can you can you uh, so can you get like can you change all these players and transfer you can, you can, all, yeah, every week? You ha- you, every week you get one free transfer every week, and then oh, if you, you get one free transfer. I did not. And then if you but if you make two, then it costs you four points, and if for every additional one after that, it will cost you four points. But then there's like uh, there's features in it where you can go, you can change your whole. So if you're picking your, if you're on your transfers here, how you do you know your how wild, this works? By the way, I'm playing this for years. Oh, are you? Yeah, okay, I'm yeah, playing yeah. this for. So like, that's why you're top of the league. Well, I'm playing. But it's like my first season, like, and I don't give a shit about that that comedians league either. By the way, this is the league uh, that I want to. to all do right. well. This is Mike Morgan's old doll, Jessica. She's top the. She's top of the league. Like, yeah, she knows her football. She knows her football, but like her, I know that Mike is in her corner. Mike, and if you're listening to this, I'm <laughs> calling you out. Fuck okay? you, Mike. Yeah, fuck you, Mike. Um, but this is the guy that I have to beat, Jack. Right, old school boys. Who you're he's, my absolutely nas- he's my national smashing. school kid. Right, I'm smashing at the moment, but it's a lot. It's a marathon, man. It's a marathon. Really? Yeah. It like I had to pay him forty euro last year. We we've a bet every year, twenty quid. Right. And once it goes, it, we do a double quits, and then so he's won it last two years in a row. But Shane yeah. Clifford is the bottom of our league. <laughs> Shane's got a good name for his uh, team, a, I think. A, was it a, a soccer lips now? Yeah. That's a very good, very good. Clever. Clever wordplay, Shane. Clever wordplay, Shane. Good joke. So, um, and uh, so yeah, you're fucking. That's all I. I could never bend my head. Fucking every week, I'm going. Look at this fucker. <laughs> look at this bollocks. Yeah. How did he get another two hundred fucking points or whatever, <laughs> whatever it is? But okay, it's a marathon, so you can transfer other players. You in. can transfer. You can make. You can transfer. But can you transfer anybody in? Because at one time I went to transfer and I was like, I couldn't see. Once you have the budget, where Salah was there. Okay, yeah. You have to, you get, the, you, you, you start have to hundred million, and then you have to like you have to buy. What is it like? Fucking is it fifteen players? Right. Is it? And then, um, yeah, so 
the trick is trying to get the tr- I think the trick is having the, the right captain every week if you can, yeah because if, you if your captain get, scores a load of goals you yeah. get shit loads of points yeah you get double points yeah and then you can triple captain once a, a season and if you triple captain then they'll get triple their points yeah yeah so I've, got, I've got Sterling as captain I think you have as well what we'll see and, uh, and uh, Aubameyang great mindset I don't have any Arsenal player but that's not because I hate Arsenal because I don't hate Arsenal but I'm, um, I just don't I don't fancy them at the moment I think they're, they're do a little you not think uh, we're going to come back like with the I think you're a bit nervous at the moment and I think ah, there's yeah. a lot of pressure on Pepe as well a little bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's the Guardian uh, Sid Lowe wrote in the Guardian this weekend about uh, Ceballos he went out to the Spain camp with Ceballos and did an interview with him and he's he's loving London he's not there that long but mm. he's loving it and people are excited about like Ceballos Joe Willock just signed a new contract mm. um Lacazette is now injured. He's kind of carrying this ankle mm. injury. But then Reese Nelson comes in. We're definitely. I think our ner- if we got our our defense sorted and stopped conceding goals, I think you'll start You're to wobbly s- in the back. Like I mean, always, you, n- n- name any wobbly. of your players, and you used to always be wobbly. You used to be like one no, of the Arsenal. The, like, oh yeah, back in yeah. the day, Tony Adams and Steve Ball back there. No Dixon. one was getting past. Yeah, Steve, David Seaman and goals. Yeah, Nigel Winterburn, Winterburn and Dixon. They were like stalwarts. Yeah, Martin Keown. Yeah, um, but Steve Bold. When yeah. men were men. When men were men, yeah, yeah. But like, and um, yeah. So those days have gone, and Wenger never sorted that out. Really, no. once those lads moved on, he never got it right. He he, he got so Campbell actually, but then after that kind of generation no, moved no on, one, yeah. it was a disaster. I think the invent the year of the Invincibles, even though it was fantastic, yeah, it also hindered. It, it gave it it like you just played with a band of that. You were just miles better than everyone that, yeah, that yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it just. I think Winger just said, no, we can win this way all the time now. We can win this way all the time. Yeah, he, never, he, never evolved. No. he never evolved. He never evolved. I was there the day of the trophy presentation. From the Invincibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, I was off my head on drugs all the time. And nice. My father was just like, Jesus Christ, what would you want to make you happy? And I said, I'd like to go to that game <laughs> for the trophy mm, presentation. Nice. And he brought me over. Yeah. We got tickets for um, uh, £100, I think, which is fake all, really, when you think of it. What drugs were you on? Oh, just all the fucking... I was I was uh, popping pills like uh, all the antidepressants. Oh, all. I was a fucking all right. All, all, Anti-D's. It was all yeah yeah boring all the prescription stuff. Yeah yeah. <laughs> I did. Mu- have you done uh, mushrooms? Has come up a few times on this podcast. I tell you now, man. It's funny you should mention that. Okay? <laughs> I'm on them now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I get a guy who buys mushrooms for me in uh, in Cork. A shout out to um, mushroom man. And I got a text off him just. So he grows. Mexicans landed, bro. Happy days. <laughs> 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 I said I'm around in the city next Monday or Wednesday so yeah I'm going to do a hero dose um, what is that that sounds like a big one ooh dude the big one a big one I, what I want to do is I want, like, I want to do 30 G's right which is 30 grams, grams. You, you, I, need to, I need to clear my schedule now for 3 days to do this afterwards right the day of it and 2 days after it right um, I'm going to do it in my garden at home um, oh, what about the kids now and all that? Will oh, they be away? I won't have any kids around. Yeah, me. yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah, that's what I was no, thinking. No, no. Yeah, Although yeah. I have done them when supervised um, by my wife when we had a child, but the child was well away from me. Yeah. Um, but uh, once, once or twice a year, I like to do an, a, a have a blowout. Man, it's a meditative like because they're they're like completely the psychedelic like psilocybin is the active ingredient in it, and like the things that happen like it's, you can't get addicted to it. Yeah. It's completely non toxic. They've been on the planet for thousands and thousands of years. They precede the dinosaurs. Mm. That's what that, what's what they do. They're um, and the big thing to, for me, I did I did a, 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 a I did a big dose about eighteen months ago when I was living in Ballyclough and there was a lot of shit going on in my life at the time. Yeah. That I was trying to figure out. Did a big dose out of my garden, barefoot during the heat wave. Do you remember the heat wave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ago? Right, most magical day of 
I'd say nearly the most magical day of my life, Jesus. man. Honest to God, I had and I like I always kind of suffered with um lack of empathy. Okay. Right? Which would which is not a good trait to yeah. to lack. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, tough for parenting as well, and very tough for parenting. Yeah. And this was just—I think Harvey wasn't like that's my my eldest. Uh, my my Orange. eldest is twenty-one. My youngest is twelve weeks, and I have a fella then in the middle around two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he was he was young at the time, but I, I something happened and it and it's like a switch turned on inside me. And ever since that day, I was talking to a guy about this, a, a comedian in Cork, recently about this. Ever since that day, I have a, just a different outlook on life. I feel more for people. Right. I'm more. I feel like I'm more generous with my time, more generous with my money. Yeah. Not that I have any money at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I have no problem in. Go on. Here you go. There you go. That yeah. kind of way, and not getting ups, and I don't get upset. Sorry, no. Hello. <laughs> I don't get up. I don't get as upset as I once did yeah. either. So I, uh, yeah. So I what happened in the in that? So was that a pre-planned? Like you know what type of mushroom you're oh, yeah. taking? You know what you're yeah. getting from it? And uh, I took, there were truffles. I fasted for eighteen hours prior to it. I had all my food lined up on the day. I put myself into a like literally locked the gate. Um, knew exactly what was going to happen. Loads of refreshments, loads of fresh water and stuff like that, and fell into the experience. Right. And enjoy. Knew what I was getting into on your own. On my own. Yeah. Completely on my own. Right. Um, I've done them with other people now as well. Yeah. Um, like I did them originally just to from a recreational point of view. I don't really do them from. Although yeah, I wouldn't say no to doing them recreationally. Yeah, either, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's generally a pre-planned, quasi-spiritual experience is what I'm what I'm going for. Yeah. In it and it like just. Man, we just go through the motions so easily, and, and uh, you know, in life. get up, get into a car, drive yeah, to a gig, yeah, yeah, oh, for sure, gig, get into the car, drive home, get up, repeat, yeah, you know, five, six days a week. Um, people say, "Oh, you've got a great job," and it is a great job. Our job, it is, yeah, but job. it is also a job. It is also a job, and it is, and it has its stresses. And, of course, you know, we've got to pay bills, and we got kids to feed, and shit like that. And sometimes I think you can, you know, just become that, you know. ABC guy, yeah, ABC guy. Even if you are leading what someone might see as a, you know, an alternative life. Yeah. So, I think it's good to, from from that point of view. So what? So what, talk me through that day. You had it set up. You had your fast. Then you do you start eating the mushrooms first, or so you chop chop them chop them all up really tight, really really tiny, uh, dicey, tiny, tiny, yeah, yeah, tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny. You just several ways to take. You can take them with tea. Oh, right. that's right, yeah. Um, so if you do that, you just chop them up, put them in, pour the hot water into it, and then you sip the tea, and then at the end you ingest the yeah. mushrooms. At this stage, I've done them plenty now down through the years. Like at this stage, I just chop them up. People, They taste rank. Okay? Really? They taste rank. The ones that I get anyway taste absolute rank. Um, and they're truffles, so they're not as... Um, they're not actual Liberty Caps that grow wild in Ireland. Um uh, they're a milder version, yeah. but they still ha- there's less psilocybin in or there's per gram of of shru- of, uh, of truffle as there is in let's say a Liberty Cap. Chop them up really small, and then I just chew them, right, and get let you get the saliva into them to yeah. activate the enzymes and all that kind yeah. of carry on and swallow them with water. Then and, uh, and then off you go. Off you go. How long does it take to kick in? It depending. Well, for yeah. You'll start to notice effects of probably 40, 40 so it's minutes. A little bit of a while, yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit of a while. And what happened? So on that, that that last day, that what happened? Because I remember doing something that was allegedly mushrooms in London, and it was very much a, a kind of a 
it, it felt like I was watching myself kind of a thing like I was stepping outside of myself and watching myself and uh, everything became I know it sounds ridiculous but extra 3D or something like that And I took mushrooms in London one time and I, myself and two lads just stared at a red brick wall and a, a movie appeared that we all were watching Jesus in this wall we stayed in a, co- in a, in a coffee shop in, in London 2003 and we stayed there for five hours just looking at this wall like that Jesus and it was fucking unreal right it was unreal yeah. but that was recreational because we were doing loads of cocaine and stuff as well yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. Um, but like what happens when you're coming up what you'll start to notice is your hearing becomes really clear Right. This is amazing. Like, I'm telling you, Dermot, have you done mushrooms? Not proper mushroom mushrooms. No, no, no. So you're hearing, all of a sudden, you're, you, you're hearing, it becomes crystal clear. Yeah. Right? And then you'll start to notice colours. You see the purple there on that yeah. tax disc. Like, I could be talking to you, and next thing, that's just... Pops. Pops. And you're like... And then that becomes way more frequent. Yeah. And then everything is amazing. Everything, viv- like, everything is vivid and bright and clear. And then depending on how, many, how, how much you've taken, you know, I mean, if obviously it's like anything else, you know, the higher the dose, the the higher the intensity. But like, you've got to be very careful when you're taking them. Like, yeah. I wouldn't go away now and take 15 grams if you were trying them for the first time. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. Um, do them in a safe environment. Yeah. Let people know you're doing them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, don't have... Know what you're taking Know what well. you're taking. Yeah. Be sure you know what you're taking. Yeah. Don't have any underlying um, uh, mental health issues uh, or whatever. You know, yeah. um, like take them responsibly, um, or be on medication that yeah. you probably shouldn't be messing with. Yeah, yeah. Do you course, know what I mean? Uh, yeah. All that kind of carry on, and if they're done in the right thing, you just like, like when I did when I did them in 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 Ballyclaw that last time before um, when when Harvey was young during the. Um, the heat wave. During the heat wave. Yeah. I was just in my underpants out in the garden, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was standing in, and, and doing them in nature is amazing, Steve. Yeah. I was walking on the ground and the grass needed to be cut, but it wasn't long. Yeah. But it was just like a sponge. Oh my God. And it was like, and to, to, to take a step was like, I felt that I was in a video game. I felt that my body was just this mechanism that I could move and that my consciousness was was um, was just going to transcend once I die. That's one thing I also have. I have no fear of death now at all. Wow. No fear of death at all. And it would have been a thing that was always worried, worrying me growing up. Yeah. You know, death. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't understand it and I was like, the finality of it. I just have it like a, no fear of it at all now. I just think, and there's no proof of it at all. I just think your consciousness just goes into the ether and into something else yeah and uh, you start off again so that has jeez that must change your attitude to life massively I have had I swear to god I'm like no one's perfect like I'm far from perfect but I have definitely better attributes yeah I'm a I feel I'm a better human being because of that particular I've done trips since that have got fuck all out of only okay. enjoyment. Okay, you know? okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but, but I had a something clicked, or something, something there, opened, something that day, and I think it was the environment. And I think it was the preparation, and I think that I hadn't done them in. I had the done intention in, of it as well. I'd the say. intention, yeah, yeah. And I had kind of a quite like I remember I took um, I took a similar dose since, and I had like a load of questions that I wanted to answer. I wrote all the questions down on a piece of paper right. so that I'd remember the questions because you just go into a different world, man. Yeah, you go into yeah. a different world, but you can exist in this world. And I had the questions written down and I tried to write answers as I was fucking... There's not a whole... Just like, and I just ended up doing circles and stuff like that. And yeah. I remember because my, my, myself and uh, my my cousin Ray Mullen, uh, we were in London and we had uh, with the brand, we had been in a band for a while and the band had just broken up and it, 
they kicked in very late and then we, we when we started eating something actually funnily enough that we started eating a slice of pizza I was like Jesus this pizza's dry isn't it <laughs> and he lo- I remember him looking at me going your eyes are huge I'm like your eyes are fucking huge <laughs> but we went upstairs to write a song and Jesus if it wasn't the best song we'd ever written and then we listened to a recording of us the next day I was like delete that now <laughs> now let nobody ever hear that but he did a beautiful drawing we had an experience in Liverpool as well when we were with the band and we gigged and I remember he did another drawing that time and it was like it was crazy So and that was just that was just some some weed but it was some powerful stuff like yeah. that it was just like we were but off you see again weed like you know I smoke weed every day yeah. every single day I smoke Dr. weed Dre. every day uh, smoke weed every day I don't wake and bake all the time but most days I do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it's, a, it's I don't smoke tobacco. I used to smoke tobacco. Right, it's just, so you so just it's smoke just, weed. It's just weed, yeah. you know. That's um, rare enough in Ireland, isn't it? Rare enough. It's fucking expensive, man. Legalize <laughs> that shit. <laughs> because, uh, cause fuck's I, sake. Because I was at my cousins in, in Argentina and we were at a gig and they just passed me joint. I'd never had a, a, apart from smoking a bong before, but never smoked a joint straight. And they gave me a blow off this thing and, well, if I wasn't flying home on the bus and they weren't going home to, I was staying with their parents. But uh, I went home to the place off my fucking head and they're like, oh, are you hungry, Stephen? Do you want something to eat? You know, because they had visitors. In I'll the have everything. Bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy world. And the, well, it is, you're right. It's natural. You see, that's the thing about it as well. Like, look, you know, you, you, weed grows, re, if, if there was weed grown in that beautiful ditch across the road there. That ditch. All right. <laughs> if there was a, if there was a fucking plant growing out of that weed, you could go over, you could pick a bud off of it. Yeah. You could bring it home. Yeah. You could turn it into oil. Yeah. You could you can turn it into textiles. Yeah. You can eat it. You can use it as medicine, yeah. and it grows out of the ground. Yeah. Okay. And similar to mushrooms, it has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. Okay. Um, mushrooms the same. They'll grow out of the ground. If you want to go in, have a pint of Heineken. Yeah. That's a different kettle of fish. Yeah. That goes through a much more like yeah. there's money behind. Yeah. The, yeah of the, course. The, Chemicals, money. Money, money, again, money. All that kind of stuff. Is that so? Is a lot of that of that philosophy kind of feed into like being a vegetarian as well and all that stuff? Um. Well, I ate meat for forty years, and uh, I only, I'm only I'm a vegetarian now two years, and we're we're trying to go vegan there myself and the missus. For two weeks, right. we did it, but it's fucking hard, man. There's yeah. no fun in your life, do you know. <laughs> I mean, like, and I still like. We went out now last night. It was our anniversary last night. We went out for five years. Five Congratulations! Years Thank you very much. Thank you. She's still with me anyway. Thanks, bit of odd. I'm just going to keep getting her pregnant. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> and um, yeah, and and we 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 drank right. So yeah. what did we drink now last night? I had a couple of bottles of Heineken. We got a bottle of wine. Then there was a load of American tourists came over because. Noel's, we were eating in Noel's cousin's restaurant, mm-hmm. so they brought out a cake and played music for us and shit like that. And these American tourists came over and bought us shots, so we had like shots of some. So we ended up being hammered, locked. And so then this morning, we have two small babies. Like yeah. the two of us are like fucking dogs. Yeah, place, of course. You know, and like I'm in terrible form, and she's in terrible form. So I went out and I had a little smoke, right? And immediately I felt great and, and I was more empathetic and I was more helpful yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I was looking after the boys and I'll do that, I'll do this, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah. So um, alcohol, I think, is probably the, the the worst of the whole lot of them, Steve. Do you know? It's fucking rough. It's well, so bad, man. I get so depressed after it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm exact same, exact same yeah. boat. I don't get drunk. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I do actually get drunk by by accident at Vodafone because my fucking agent's <laughs> great. Well, no, I didn't even like, see, it wouldn't take much now, do you know yeah. what I mean? My agents fucking buys me whiskeys and fuck yeah, and you're not in good form the next day. Yeah. And I actually, uh, uh, like, I I suffered days afterwards. Yeah, days, four days. Like, yeah, 
I um, tweet about it the other day. Um, uh, did particularly well. Seven favourites. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Jesus. You're <laughs> prolific on the old social media. Um, do you think so? I, I do, yeah. I, well, you do, do more than do I do, do, wouldn't you? Uh, uh, but you're very good at it as well. You're uh, very good at it. So this is, I'm working on a joke. Here it is in its current format. What do you get when you mix six pints with the lads followed by two double vodkas and Red Bulls and Chasers on a regular Saturday night? Depression. <laughs> Deep, True. dark depression for days. Yeah. That's what I get. Yeah, Four yeah. days. Absolutely. I'm fucked. Absolutely. I, I fucking, I, I can't, I stopped getting like, I just don't, I don't get any joy out of it anyway. I don't, do you think people do you think the mindset is changing around that though Cause, or do people still do the exact same thing because I remember because I had my shit which I talk about openly on stage with drink and with prescription drugs ended up in a psychiatric ward blah 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 when I was 18 but when I came out the other side of that I stopped drinking for 3 or 4 years and I kind of felt oh we're all done doing that now aren't we because you know we did it we got blocked when we were teens and all that but then all, all, all my peers it's very hard to keep fr- it's very hard to have friends if you're not drinking and all that um, everyone's still doing it still it doesn't stop, really. No, it seems. Well, like I, I tell you now, right? I, 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 I like to say, like I have a twenty-one-year-old boy, yeah. twenty-one-year-old son. I own, I own half of him, um, <laughs> but he, he was down with his buddies in Waterville, where my wife is from. I put on the aircon there again. It's getting steamy. It's getting it's steamy, steamy in here. It is. It's like fucking Titanic in here. Um, and they all, they were all drinking before they went out. And I've so I, I said, this is a good, this is a good opportunity now for me to, um, to do, to bond. You know, yeah. I'll have a few drinks with his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so they started playing this game called um, Oh drinking game. Yeah. Ah. What was it called? Kings or queens or something like that. Two. You have to. Oh, you have to take two sips. Three. Oh, skip it on. You have to down a pint. All this kind of stuff. And they were drinking with vodka, and I never drank like that. I don't yeah. know if you drank like that. I never no. like like. I mean, I'm talking about like there was four liters of vodka and there was six of us drinking. I wanted. To, I thought it'd be cool. We'd you know just go in and drink couple of beers and yeah. you know I might socialise yeah, bring yeah. out the guitar I'll play not yeah, 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 yeah. you know but like yeah, I don't think it's I think it's changing for the oh, here's Tony Dunn now I think it's changing for I think it's changing for the worse really I think it's, it's getting worse again I think Fuck it's the binge element of it is just you've a good insight into it as well because you've the young you've yeah. the 21 year old so it's different now like we we'd go out and um, this is me anyway in my teens and 20s we'd go out maybe six or eight of us would go out and we'd go from we'd go to a pub and we'd have two pints we'd go to another pub we'd have two pints go to another pub we'd have two pints we'd go to another pub we'd have two pints yeah. we'd go to a nightclub we'd start drinking vodka yeah. Red Bull maybe one or two of those and yeah. it was spread out over six or eight hours yeah. you'd go out at eight o'clock you come home at two o'clock yeah. but these guys were starting drinking like at ten o'clock and they'd drink four litres between them by eleven o'clock yeah man I don't know that's intense yeah that's intense but fuck it anyway we're going to have we're going to have a gig tonight and we won't be having any points because we won't be driving home might have a Heineken Zero oh yeah might have, they're very nice actually. they're lovely aren't they? they're quite <laughs> pleasant actually we'll have a Heineken Zero <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure I'm look I can't wait for this gig tonight this yeah. is probably the most beautiful setting I've ever had to do a gig in before yeah. uh, Ireland is a beautiful country it's been a pleasure Cornelius. thanks so much pleasure for coming on mine, man. I learned a lot about um, let's chat more now off air about get, I'm get, ordering my CBD so <laughs> 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 give me all the tips well, have to, can I do an Instagram story live on whatever please do Handabase there we go listen you're a legend thanks very much let's enjoy the rest of the game cheers man
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.